Supplemental Literal Part 3 Evening and Morning Now, I know I've spent a lot of time on this concept of day. That's not the only part of the story that Christians take literally, that I think that the Bible demands that you take literally. But a lot of this can be applied to other aspects of it. And so we'll get there. I mentioned um, in the first show when I was doing objections to a literal reading that there was another objection that I didn't get into. I think I'll include it uh, right here. It has to do with the order of creation. They would say that, well, it, it can't be taken literally because God made day and night on the fourth day. That's four days too late. So evening and morning and first day, second day, third day can't be the day that we normally understand because the day wasn't invented until the fourth day. Well, I think Ken Ham deals with this objection very accurately. It's exactly how I would have dealt with the objection. In fact, it's exactly how I did deal with the objection the first time you know it came up to me when I was a Christian. And it and it's pretty simple. Day has absolutely nothing to do with the rising and setting of the sun. Day is a period of time set by God. And he can declare a day, as we understand day, even before the indicators of day that we have are there. God doesn't need the sun and moon to tell him when a day is. So how long did it take God to do things before he put the markers of sun and moon into place? Well, you don't know, but God knows. And he told you (laughs) it's a day. Also, there was light. There was also darkness. God's, you know, darkness was on the face of the deep. And then God said, let there be light. And it doesn't even say that he that there was no stars, there were no stars um, or light sources before day four. But he set them in a certain way, ordered them in a certain way to indicate day and night for us. But he doesn't need those indicators. So when you say, well, he, he didn't create day until day four, then why is he using the word day at all before day four? Of course, there was day, evening and morning. There just may not have been markers there for anyone to see. So God set those in place. Okay, uh, evening and morning is another one of those verisimilitudes. What does God mean by day? First day, second day, third day, fourth day, through the sixth, sixth day. Evening and morning, and through every day of creation including the first one. It's described as evening and morning. I think I covered this that this objection that somehow the evening and morning doesn't fit 24 hours, you know, a regular day, and so uh, it, can't, it can't mean day. But that's just you not understanding something really basic about um, Hebrew calendar keeping, right? They, they understood a day as beginning with the evening, right? 
And when they say evening and morning, it doesn't mean that they're just going from six to six. It, it is, in fact, the exact same way that we might say from sunrise to sunset one day. Well, we're covering the sunrise, which, which is the light hours, and sunset, which is the dark hours. Okay, we're, we mean a full day if we talk about sunrise to sunset, just as they mean a full day when they say evening and morning, the evening hours and then the morning hours, the, the dark hours and the daylight hours, dusk to dawn, kind of a kind of a formulation. And so when he says evening and morning before there were any markers to show evening and morning, that doesn't mean that he didn't know what evening and morning was. And the fact that God, you know, this is all assuming that God inspired this, and that this is supposed to give us history, God is telling us how to interpret day. He's taking eons and age and indefinite creative period and epochs. He's taking all of that off the board when he says evening and morning. I'm going to try an argument that I have not heard before, but I think is legitimate. You can let me know in the comments whether it works or not. Skeptics and Seekers dot squarespace.com log into your discuss account and discuss away you can also send me an email at skeptics and seekers at gmail.com okay so what else was a day in this story the day that you eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil the day that you eat that you will surely die that day now now some people say well you see adam and eve didn't die that day. And that has never been a real issue for me. Because Adam and Eve began the process of dying that day. Uh, if you consider death being a process, that process started that day. Humans became mortal that day. And in fact, you know, one could argue that humans were always mortal and they were kept alive, you know, potentially forever because they had a magic fruit, the fruit of life. And so that could override their mortality and have them keep living. So God, when he declared that they would die, he put them out of the garden and away from the magic fruit. And he put a magic angel there to keep them from coming back and eating the fruit because you know, God's will or not, if they could have gotten to the fruit, they would have continued to live. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous story, but we, we have to operate within the rules of the story. So I'm reminded of uh, one of the scenes in the movie V, V for Vendetta. Uh, dude shows up at uh, the house of one of the people he's going to kill, and they ask him, are you here to kill me? You know, after they had some conversation, he says, I already have, because they were poisoned by something that he had given them. I don't remember exactly how it works. I've already killed you. And yet they're having a conversation. But her process of death had already begun. He had already done the act that would kill her. So I, I tend to see it in that way, linguistically, that they were not going to die, and that there was no process of death 
as long as they were eating from the tree of life. And so, most Christians that I know anyway, all of the Christians I know actually, would say that the actual day within that 24-hour period that Adam ate of the fruit that he wasn't supposed to eat, God threw them out of the garden and locked them away from the tree of life. Now, what was that day? It was that day, that 24-hour period, that day as we regularly understand day. That is the same word, the same way that day has been used throughout. And so when God was talking about first day, second day, third day, and then he says, the day that you eat of the fruit, you will surely die, he fulfilled that promise by throwing them out of the garden that day, regular day as we understand it. So Christians, do you really think that Adam and Eve hung around in the garden, you know, for an extra epoch before God God got around to the punishments? No, you don't. You think it was that day, day in its ordinary use. And that is the same day that the writer has been talking about this whole time, which is why almost every translator of the Bible translates it as an ordinary day. Part four, tomorrow. I'll see you in the comments. And in the meantime, I'm out.